702. The Political Desk. We've been talking about it all morning, really. The political story is, of course, still going to be for some time the Zondo Commission. We're joined now by political analyst Dr. Sam Goma uh, to talk about uh, yesterday's testimony at the State Capture Commission. Uh, very good morning to you and welcome to our program. Morning, Bongani. Thanks for having me. We've been taking, uh, in somewhat a tongue-and-cheek fashion uh, this morning, calls from our listeners about somebody who was uh, completely ill-suited for the job. And yesterday, some of the testimony that emerged showed just how Des van Rooyen was not the right guy. Yes, Bongani, but also uh, what is striking about uh, his credentials, especially his academic credentials, is that um, he's the most academically qualified individual ever appointed by the former president in that portfolio on the basis of the fact that he already holds a master's degree uh, in finance, um, I think from University of London. So um, that's how he was touted uh, in terms of having been considered for that particular appointment. But also, Bongani, remember, qualifications alone does not suffice. And in this instance, he lacked the necessary experience of uh, being uh, the Minister of Finance and also being able to uh, fulfill the mandate assigned to that particular ministerial appointment. And as the proceeding uh, 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 unfolded, it became very clear-cut in terms of uh, how he went about appointing the two special advisors who, uh, from day one, when he got to office, he made it a point that they have to be uh, 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 assigned roles, which even uh, according to Mr. Fuzile's testimony uh, sometime in November, uh, it was clear that he was even not uh, clear about the roles of both the two special advisors, Mr. Bobat and also Mr. Whitley. At one occasion, according to Mr. Fuzile, he, he testified that uh, he said, Mr. Bobat will be my chief of staff. And uh, Mr. Bobat retorted to say, no, 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 I'm here as your special advisor. So all of these revelations does point to, obviously, your, your question to say, uh, from uh, day one, he was ill-suited uh, from uh, assuming that particular uh, position. Yeah. But also placing this in context uh, of the terms of reference of the Zondo Commission, uh, Zondo Commission is also uh, there to inquire uh, whether any of the members of cabinet, uh, their appointments were disclosed to the Gupta family or any unauthorized external party. So we get into that particular conclusion to say in this instance, the appointment of Mr. Van Royen appeared to have been externally influenced in this instance by the Gupta family. It's one thing to reflect on what uh, they may have thought at the time. What if, what I find uh, difficult to grasp is even as they come before the commission, some of these former cabinet uh, members, and Desmond Rowan is not the only one, uh, still come with explanations uh, that are very weak at best and uh, really even to the uneducated ear uh, sound uh, completely false. How How do they do this and maintain any levels of credibility? The credibility is lost um, because you can't defend the indefensible. Uh, and already we, we had, I think, about three ministers who testified uh, before the Zondo Commission. Uh, in fact, it's two. Mr. Ramatodi, 
who already testified that his removal as the Minister of Mineral Resources was also uh, influenced by the Gupta family, who in fact told him that if you don't tow the line, we'll action your removal. Uh, Ms. Barbara Hogan also testified uh, uh, to say, I was also uh, told that if I don't uh, influence certain uh, contracts at SAA in favor of the Gupta-linked companies, uh, they will also action my removal. So already we, we have established a pattern in that respect. But in, in the case of Mr. Van Royen, and as you said, and other ministers, former ministers who have already testified before the Zondo Commission, we're getting a sense that, one, uh, the testimony is uh, very weak and poor right from the outset because they start by... Uh, um, Political speech. Uh, yes, put, uh, uh, coming up with diversionary tactics. Because once you say, uh, let's look at the influence of white capital, white media, in influencing how ANC leaders are elected, without also uh, placing your role and also yourself within that context, it becomes problematic. But also the members of the public are able to get a sense that here we are dealing with uh, a very uh, dubious and also um, a stoogy of some kind. And that's putting it kindly. Dr. Sam Goma, thank you very much for your analysis this morning, political analyst for this morning's Political Desk.